Hello, hello, hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hi. Good evening, Pastor. Pastor, how are you? Doing fine. Doing fine. Doing fine. It is great to uh, see. Is uh, did I see Tiffany on the line? Tiffany Hargrave. No. Uh, I yes, know. I'm here. Sister Hi. Tiffany, we're lifting you up in How are you yeah. doing? Ah, today is a painful day, but uh, it's a good for a second day. Okay. Well, we're going to continue to lift you up in prayer. Peter has shared with me about your procedure. Yes, please do. And I'll be giving you a call uh, and, and, and talk with you, okay? Okay. Thank you, Pastor. All right. All right. Hey, Pastor, your family okay? Yes, ma'am. Hello, St. Paul. Um, hello, hello, hello. Your family is doing fine. Hello. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, they still let me Hi, stay Pastor. in the house, so hello. I'm going to that. Yeah. You Pastor, doing? I was so blessed with the speaker that we had on Sunday. I just finished talking to Deborah about it. Oh, I was yes. so blessed was with him. So he was right on time with the right Black History Month. He yes, was. He, 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 he was. He was right on track. He was. I'm glad you all enjoyed him. He he is um, uh, a gifted preacher and and. Um, um, I'm glad he was able to fit us into his schedule. Well, it, it is 8.15, 8.16 now. We're going to go ahead and get started as far as uh, our time together. And so I want to um, uh, share with you all um, uh, this evening, um, uh, I want to share with you all what is coming as far as the Word of God is concerned from Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 14. It reads, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption when we cry, Abba, Father. It is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If, in fact, we suffer with him so that we may be glorified with him as well. We're living in a time whereby the culture tells us that we need to look at our jobs, look at our wealth, look at our political affiliations, even look at the church we attend for a sense of self-worth and identity. I would dare say this leads us away from working out our soul's salvation, and it causes us to develop a relationship with God that is based upon fear rather than freedom. 
unfortunately, for a lot of us, our drive in life comes from being afraid of being mediocre or below the average. And we find ourselves pushing ourselves to be extra special, but then also at the same time of pushing ourselves, we still feel like that we're below average. Because even when we have acquired material possessions, even when we've gotten the best education, even when we're connected to a winning political party, many of us feel less than and we feel like we always got to prove something to someone, which then causes our struggle to people please to never end. Unfortunately, what so many of us are looking for is a stamp of approval as far as our lives. We're looking for somebody to tell us we're valuable. We want someone to tell us we're worthy. We want someone to justify our existence. And I would dare say that you have a lot of people in this world who have a whole lot of riches, got great political connections, uh, got the best that life can offer, and still find their lives empty. So tonight, disciples of St. Paul and those who are visiting with us on this call, where can we find a verdict of approval and affirmation? I would dare say we find it in Jesus Christ, and we find it at a place called the tomb where on Resurrection Sunday, Jesus walked out and declared he had all power in his hand. And with Jesus' resurrection, as we make our way through Lent, I want to remind you that the most important verdict that you and I have in our life is that we have been forgiven. Forgiven. Forgiven, and through faith in Jesus, we are free free from the penalty of death because Jesus has conquered sin, death, and the grave. But our verdict is more than just being forgiven. If a defendant in today's court system is handed the burden of not guilty, they're sent back out into the world to reenter society on their own. But hallelujah, that's not how God does this thing. Jesus Christ is our lawyer, our advocate. We are told that we're not guilty because of what he has done. But then something even crazier happens. Jesus invites us to share life with him. He invites us to go home with him. He invites us to partake of his inheritance. We are heirs, beloved, and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So what does this mean for our life? It means that you and I can live life with a sense of freedom rather than being scared. It means that we can live our lives from a perspective of knowing that God, through Christ, has already affirmed us. And no matter how much money we get, 
no matter how many connections we have, no matter how many degrees we attain, they will never, never exceed the affirmation that we get through Jesus Christ. We can stop being paranoid, scared, and afraid because of what the verdict will be. I want you to know that the verdict is already secured and you're already declared not guilty. So since we have this identity in Jesus Christ and since we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ, don't put yourself in the back of the courtroom. Be ambitious to do our best work for the glory of God and to be a blessing to others. Strive to lift up the name of Jesus so that God is glorified. But as we make our way to what we call Resurrection Sunday, just remember this. Regardless of what we attain and accomplish in this life, court is adjourned. The jury has left the building and our identity as God's children and as sisters and brothers in Christ is more than secure. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. That was a good word. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much, Pastor. Yes, thank you, Pastor. Thank you for that message. Thank you. Prayer concern thank you, Lord. This evening. Um, I want to, we want to lift up the family of Joel Odom. His funeral will be yeah. this Saturday at noon. We want to lift up the family of Joe Johnson, Sister Ernestine Johnson. Lost her husband. His service will be on Monday at 11 o'clock at York Memorial. And we want to lift her up in prayer. We want to lift up Sister Tiffany Hargrave, who has had surgery. And we want to thank her with our prayers. Uh, if there's any other prayer concerns right now, will you share them at this time? Eva McCall, the Lewis family, the Brown family, okay. the Gray family, okay. the Gray family, okay. the Clark family, Clark Monday, Brittany Benson, okay, okay. And let me and let me remind you all uh, while I have you on the call before we go to the Lord in prayer. Don't forget for those who took uh, the Moderna vaccination on the fourth of February. Uh, tomorrow will be your second vaccination, and I want to let you know. 
card. Look at the card for the time of your appointment so you can come and get your second vaccination, okay? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, you have been our help in ages past and our hope for the days, weeks, months, and years to come. We come on this evening, oh God, because we beseech your presence, your power, and your purpose. You would dare say, God, that had it not been for you on our side, ain't no telling where we would be right now. God, we're so reminded of the fact that we are your children. We are heirs of you and joint heirs with Jesus. That basically the same thing Jesus has access to, we have that same access. Hallelujah. Thank you for such a privilege and a blessing. Now, God, we come to you, and because you're so sovereign and you're so omnipotent, you're so omniscient and you're so omnipresent, that you can be everywhere at the same time. You can hear us all at the same time. You can show your power in a magnificent way, and you know all things. And because of that, oh God, even as we were lifting up prayer concerns, and it may have seemed like confusion to us, but, God, you heard each and every voice distinctively. My Lord. For that, we give you glory. And we know you know how to deal with our concerns uh, individually as well as collectively. God, you've heard the various concerns we brought before you. We pray right now, God, in the name of your son, Jesus, that you will move as only you can. We ain't got to send you anywhere because you're already there. But, Lord, if you would, touch in a special and a sovereign and a powerful way that at this moment, at 828, somebody know that somebody at St. Paul is praying for them. God, we lift up the families who are dealing with loss and bereavement, particularly the Odom family and the Johnson family. We lift up Tiffany as she heals from surgery. Then, God, all the other various concerns that have been brought before you on this night, We pray right now, God, that you will move as only you can. And, God, your word reminds us you do all things well. So we're going to trust you. Lord, I pray you will bless each and every person that is on this call in a special way. Then, God, allow for that blessing to extend to their family, that because they take time out of their schedule to engage in this moment of prayer, that family members who are connected to them will be blessed. And now, God, as we prepare to end this call and as we prepare to say amen to this prayer, keep us, bless us, God, forgive us, heal us, make us brand new so that we will have more than the divine right to claim that which belongs to us. It is in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray, and we claim it done. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Scott, for taking the time to minister to us and to pray for us. Thank you so much. God bless you. May God bless you so much. Be safe. Right. God bless each and every one. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Be safe, everybody.